0: Welcome to the Nutrigenomic Nation podcast with Brian Highfield, certified nutritionist, author, speaker, and founder of multiple successful companies in the health world. Brian is known for educating healthcare professionals and others on improving their health and their life through breakthroughs in nutrition, technology, and biochemistry. On the podcast, Brian interviews thought leaders in the world of nutrition and natural health. He and his guests share the secrets of a whole life natural approach to health and the life altering results you can get by making easy changes to your diet and daily routine.
1: Well, welcome to another episode of Neutrodomic Nation, where we talk about topics related to your genetic health. And today we have a very special guest. We have Dr. Pat Balone. So she is a doctor of chiropractic. She's also a certified functional medicine practitioner, a chiropractic sports physician, and acupuncture physician. And she's also the author of the book why are you sick tired and fat which we'll be digging into shortly so welcome to the program dr pat
0: hey thank you very much i love being here
1: absolutely so, uh, audience <laughs> supposed to get to know you a little bit so we are curious about your background and what made you want to get into the health field
0: well, you know, I always tell the story, you know, at least one of the stories, I grew up with Irish people, you know, so my mentor was Irish, and my neighborhood was primarily Irish. So I've always heard like really long tales. <laughs> and but at any rate, the, one of the reasons why I, I always gravitated is that I I always tell a story about being a kid and playing a doctor, because people always say like, what did you do when you were growing up? You know, and, you know, because they usually say, like, when your kid, what you did as a kid is what you end up doing as an adult, right? And so I always was the doctor. I never was the nurse. I never died, you know, when we were playing, you know, doctor, nurse, and patient, that kind of thing. And, you know, and I always was the, you know, I was always was the star. So that was my, my intro into medicine. And I always had a really keen interest in behavior and animal behavior and why people do the things that they do. And, you know, I, I keep on threatening to write a book, uh, my next book called Who Does That Anyway? <laughs> and so, you know, because uh, you know, I, I uh, am collecting uh, some data for some health hacks. And so sometimes I hear health hacks that make me shake my head. And other ones I go, well, that's pretty cool. You know, I've done that before, that's pretty cool. But some of them are thinking like, who told you that was a health hack? You know, or like, where did you get that from? But anyway, it all stems back from that one day, like, you know, when I was a kid, even more than one day that we used to play doctor and nurse and, you know, being playing a doctor. And also you know, other thing I was very fortunate um, as a kid in, in that regards, my father always thought that I was incredibly smart. And he always told me that I was really smart. And he told me, goes, you can do anything that you put your mind to. I was persistent, you know, and I was resilient, even as a kid. And um, I can remember him just, I can remember him saying that, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. And he goes, but I'd like you to go to school to be an electrical engineer. And I went like, no, <laughs> but, you know, but, you know, being, taking care of people's bodies is a form of engineering, right? So mm-hmm. he kind of got his wish.
1: Awesome. Yeah. So let's just jump right into the book because I love the title. I mean, why are you sick, tired, and fat? I mean, so a lot of people they can fall in all three categories. Some of them fall into one or two. I mean, but why? Why are people sick, tired, and fat?
0: Well, it's actually sick, fat, and tired. I'm sorry, sick, fat, and tired. (laughs) Everyone does that. They they whatever word they're trying to avoid, they put it in a different order, (laughs) Um, right? So, but you know when I first started thinking about writing a book um, you know I someone told me I was going to write a book and I said oh no like the book you write is going to help masses of people think of all the things that you know Dr. Pat you're a data dumper you know just think of all the things you know I said no someone wants to write a book about their health the first thing they do is like I don't want to do it they're in denial so this is a book. Why are you sick, fat and tired? It's a book It's a guidebook. It's an advocating tool to know exactly where your health is and your health snapshot is at a given time. So it's cool in that regard. And there's not another book out there like it. Actually, I've been told that by people of my uh, peers of mine. And, you know, a lot of people who have read this because, you know, I had one woman call me up and say, but what can you do about, you know, mild fibralgia? And I said, you didn't read the book. <laughs> and when you read the book, come back, you'll have the right question to ask me. Well, what can you do about chronic fatigue? You didn't read the book. And then I didn't hear from her, but then I saw her review. And her review was great because you know, she summed it up. You go to a Western medicine doctor, they don't know how to diagnose you until your tire's flat. And when your tire's flat, it's usually too late. You've got other things that have accumulated. And now you've got a bunch of gook as opposed to dealing with one thing, or maybe two things. So the book, you know, when I looked at sick, fat and tired, I looked around me, you know, I can remember one time going skiing in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, and I had to actually walk on the street and get around two people that were so obese, they took up the whole sidewalk. And I'm going, wow, that's not right. (laughs) I mean, why are you eating foods that you can visually see at the end of the result of a year that you're like, need more clothes, and you need clothes that are bigger? And as soon as you need clothes that are bigger should be an indication to unless you're pregnant, you know, that something's not right. And something's not right. in My lifestyle, something's not right. You know, and the foods that I'm eating, something's wrong, but people don't do that because they just get very complacent as we've seen, especially in the last year and a half. Um, And in what they're being told and what they're being told to do, because nobody in this country has ever been taught how to eat, you know, there, and like, you know, the, Game plan was the guy, and I don't remember his name, who changed how we ended up with suddenly fat people who said you can't eat fat. Shame on him because he gave out the wrong information because we do need fat. Your brain needs fat in order to function correctly, but it's needing things in the right proportions. But first, you got to know, like, when I do stupid stuff like that, what is it, and where is it bothering me? Because it's not the diagnosis; it has more to do with what, how I'm interacting in my environment. So you might know if you're tired. You know, a lot of people did yesterday. I was a good example of that. I told you before we started that I had this problem with my dog, and I had to rush him into emergency. And you know, for he he's in ICU right now, and you know, I was exhausted yesterday. You know, and I did not look my age. I looked a lot older. And then you have the fat component. People know if they're fat or not. You know, I got in the last, you know, year and a half, I've easily gained 10 pounds. I definitely, my goal by the end of this year is that is, is like behind me. It's like gone off of me, left it behind. And and also with that mentality that goes along with it. But people don't know if they're sick. People go like, you know, they just keep on hitting the road and they go to their doctors and they ask the doctors the wrong question. You know, they ask the doctor, what's the matter with me? And he's going to say, I don't know. Let's do a bunch of tests, you know, and those tests will give us some information. And like the Western medicine doctor offers like what he offers to you is like maybe some early diagnostics, you know, let's diagnose that first and then let's treat the diagnosis. Let's not treat the root. They're treating the mm-hmm. diagnosis, they're not treating you, you know. Whereas functional medicine, lifestyle medicine looks at like what's in your environment, what have you done that to support like your gene pool, expressing it in a specific way? So that's the sick component part of that. And the sick component part of it doesn't happen overnight, it happens over a period of time. So, I had a woman in my business group who said to me i'm not sick fat or tired so why would i buy your book and so i simply said to her to sum up what i just said you know if you're tired you know if you're fat unless you know you can be thin and still be fat inside you'd have to do a body composition test but you don't know if you're sick and that takes a period of time to manifest out and by the time that you know that you're sick you've got major issues going on and you're on more than one drug they say that by the age of 50 this is years ago and it's more now the age of 50, like back like at like 2000 is that people were taking five drugs by the age of 50. I find that like, I go, first off, somebody's taking my drugs, <laughs> you know, and when they can have them, I don't want them. Um, and the other thing is, is that, you know, it's just the mentality of that, of, of our, like where we're at, you know, in today, in this day and time of like, you know, how people view being sick, you know, and how people actually, what they think health is. You know, Webster's Dictionary, um, and then I'll let you take the stage back here. Webster's Dictionary says it's where your organ systems are functioning 100% of the time. But people don't know that. People do not know that. That's impossible for people to know. Um, and the only way that you know that is by looking at signs and symptoms that have a meaning and looking at where the root, those pattern of those root signs and symptoms, where they go. That's, that's a big, long answer. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, yeah. And, 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 talk about, um, you know, when you're talking about lifestyle and and people's choices and things like that. And, and in fact, your website, you call something the grim reaper syndrome. Exactly. What <laughs> is that? Can you explain that to us?
0: Oh, I love the grim reaper syndrome. You know, it's just like, I'm glad, you know, I eat like we're all, you know, participants of it because we have signs and symptoms that we ignore. So for instance, I always choose the idea of the floaters right in your eye. You didn't have those when you were 20, unless you had really bad eyesight. And in Chinese medicine, those floaters are considered stagnation and it's either stagnation of the kidney or stagnation of the liver, you know? And you're thinking like, wow, now when you see a floater go through your eye again, you're giving it totally different meaning. And you're going really like, well, why is it? Why do I have that anyway? And what's going on in the rest of the part of my body? So grim reaper syndrome is not paying attention to like gut pain. You know, it's just like I have sharp, stabbing gut pain and it goes away. Or I ask a family member, like, you know, I'm starting to get, you know, I get bloated after like some meals and, you know, I just don't know what to do. You think I should go to the doctor? I mean, people have told me that these are direct lines. They're not mine. And I, You know, when people tell me that, it's like, I, how did you get here anyway? And that's one of the reasons how they got there. It's just like people tell them, oh, don't worry. I had that when your age, it goes away. And then you find out two years or when you're down the road that you still have the same signs and symptoms. Mm-hmm. You know, that's crazy. You know, that's that's you know, it's like, who does that anyway? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, people just keep on doing that. So that's how you end up with Grim Reaper syndrome. And Grim Reaper, you know who the Grim Reaper guy is? He comes for you at some point in time. You know, they always say that about karma too. It's just like the karma truck, where the bus might be a little bit late, but it's still coming. So, yeah. it's, so is he. You know, yeah. the guy that yeah. yeah. with the sickle.
1: Yeah, yeah. We I, I think we we have that visual, right? It's just we don't always think that you know they're coming when we make these lifestyle choices. Um, and you were talking about when when people uh, you know, there's clues, right? There's clues when you have to buy larger clothes that there's there's something going on. <laughs> and a lot of people, I mean, they kind of make excuses, right? It's like, well, you know, this runs in my family. It's part of my DNA. It's a glandular problem. I mean, they, they come up with, um, I'll call them excuses of, of why they are the way they are. And, and how do you kind of overcome that mindset?
0: Well the first thing you have to realize is you're not your DNA and, but you can change your constitution and how you change your constitution is you change your lifestyle of how you think about eating and, and what you eat and actually do something about it. I know that when I change my, um, you know, lifestyle to say, I'm always buying organic food. If there's a choice of being organic or not organic. And in fact, I can tell you a funny grocery story, yeah. um, you know, in my sense of humor and I was in the vegetable department and I, I had a broccoli in one hand and I had a broccoli in the other hand. One was organic, one was non-organic. And so this woman was standing there and she said, are you thinking about which one to buy? And I said, well, let me tell you a story. I said, these broccoli, it's like dating. You know, you got the good broccoli, the organic broccoli here, that's all about, you know, you. It's all about your nutrition. It's about getting enough sleep. It's about, this is the guy who you want to marry, but he's boring because, you know, he doesn't have, You know, he's no fun, he's organic. And then you got this broccoli, who's not organic, it's GMO based. And I said, it's the guy that keeps you at two o'clock in the morning when you got to get up at six o'clock to go to work. And he gets to sleep in, (laughs) you know? And I said, so one, you know, when you are eating, You either are adding things to your life that are beneficial or you're taking them away and creating disease so if you want to eat i said broccoli i said i know which broccoli i would take which one would you take and she goes which one's the organic one and i said this one and she grabbed it on my hand she goes thanks have a good night (laughs) and then i put the other broccoli down and picked another broccoli up to take home but it was it was just one of those like moments that you just you know like i couldn't have planned that better than that and telling that story and you know to this woman and i never saw her again and but she'll never forget that, story. Forget that. that's right yeah.
1: and you and, know and so you, those choices in the future
0: yeah and you have to take a look at like you know is my food you know like adding is it like fighting a disease or is it offering, or is it making a disease for me? So, and if, if you look at your gut as your first line of defense, when you get food into your gut, if your gut gets damaged, there's only one cell layer to the gut lining. And so if it gets damaged, then food can pass through that and get in the blood system, you know, which wreaks havoc, which, you know, ultimately sometimes creates autoimmune problems. And then, but that when it gets in the blood, it's gotta go to the liver, and the liver's got to get rid of those toxins. And the job of the liver is to detoxify. It's not, it's you don't detox or, that organ, by the way. A lot of people try to do that. You don't purge the liver. It's not a good thing to do. But if you're looking at what the liver does, the liver takes those toxins and puts them back into your intestinal tract. So if you have a damaged intestinal tract, those toxins get recycled again. Mm. And it keeps on recycling until the liver doesn't have any other place to put it. And then it stores it in blood, brain, bone, and fat. So we know that Alzheimer's connected to the brain, right? It's connected to inflammation. Heart disease is connected to inflammation. Diabetes is connected to inflammation. Obesity is connected to inflammation. It's something that they all have in common. So you gotta figure out like, what is it in my lifestyle that's creating all this inflammation? And where's the root of that problem? So knowing, you know, when you answer the questions in this book, for instance, you have 11 organ systems to work through. So you can see, where you're at, it's the first thing I don't, I don't guess about anyone's health. I don't, it's not a coin toss. I like to do a test. So this is my first test when I'm talking with somebody to get an idea about like, Hey, what's really going on, where to start and where do we got to go, you know, and making sure the person's on the same page with that, because if they're not, then we're not a match to work together. But as far as the book goes, it's just like, you know, it's a great book to have. I mean, people make new year's resolutions all the time, You know, and by the 10th day of January, they say 50% of those people have already fallen off of making their resolutions. And then when it comes to their health, if they knew where to make those resolutions in their health, this is a great tool in order to get you to where you want to go and to be healthy. And since our immune systems are compromised by so many different things, you know, they're like if you have an organ system that keeps on not functioning correctly, your immune system eventually is going to have to give up. You know, so we saw so many people in the last year and a half with comorbidities, you know, that got contacted the virus COVID and that virus COVID is just a virus. But what happened is, is that but the body couldn't fight it off. So your whole immune system went to hell in a handbasket, you know, and you had all these other huge problems, you know, come up that people had to deal with. So people don't know that they're like when they're going through McDonald's for the 20th time during the week that they're actually affecting. You know and taking away, you know, and, and creating more inflammation in their body. You got to take a look at that. There's a lot of people who tell me that they have aches and pains, and I said, Well, do you know what your last meal was? And they're like, Huh? <laughs> I said, I, I they don't get it. And the reason for it is a lot of people just eat because they eat to live, they don't eat to because they want to be healthy. You know, it's fast, it's easy, it's convenient. But if you knew like, you know, what to do for your health. The big question is, would you do it? You know, for me, when I answered that, like looking at organic or non-organic, I chose to spend an extra thousand dollars a year on my health in, to, you know, in order to promote it, in order to keep it at a certain level, because it costs a lot more. The average person pays $19,000 out of pocket for diabetes for heart disease, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe even more. You know, it's just like, I'd rather like give that 17,000 or that 29,000, whatever it is to my kids or my grandkids. You know, and I said, you know, and leave that as my, you know, part of my legacy to them. Not that I was sick, fat or tired. And I had a heart disease I had, cause they're all related to each other. People who have diabetes, there's pre-diabetics which is one third of the population they say approximately. And there's people who are diabetic of those people who are diagnosed diabetic will have Alzheimer's at some point in time. So you've got to go, what is it that I'm doing that's not working, you know? And then go, and then if you don't know the answer, you don't know how to find that answer, find somebody who's qualified to do that, you know? And say like, okay, here you are. Because it's not necessarily your medical doctor. And that's where, that's the realization. Because they don't, a lot of testing that functional medicine doctors do and lifestyle medicine doctors do are not necessarily the same. Like, I've never been to a medical doctor who said, let's do a stool sample unless you're having profuse diarrhea, you know, something like that. So, but this is like, you know, this is this gives you like the little nutshell picture, you know, of like, where do I have a problem? Where do I have to spend my time, energy, and money on so that I can fix that problem and I can move forward with the surety, you know, and, you know, and improve your resourcefulness and re- improve your resilience. That's right. Important. And that reminded
1: me of the, the, you know, the ancient Chinese proverb that, you know, he who does not invest in health now must pay for sickness later. It's kind of what you're talking oh,
0: yeah. about. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. This is like, if you're that, that is a definitive, that is like, you know, and everyone's going to grow older, but if I'm going to age, I want to age great. I don't want to age, you know, I don't want to look, you know, 50 when I'm only 30 years old. And I've seen some women um, that, you know, when I'm talking to them and they're telling me their age, I'm going, Oh my, I was like, wow. I go, you know, like, did they have a hard life, you know, and, or are they just
1: eating poorly? Yeah.
0: You know, cause you can change, like there's, you've got to feed, you know, healing comes from inside out. It doesn't come from outside in.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people say, oh, well, they have good genes. Right. But as you said before, it's, you're not your DNA. It's, it was really their lifestyle choices. Why they either look, they look younger than their age or they look older than their age.
0: Well, if there is the DNA you know, then everybody in a family would have the exact same disease, you mm-hmm. know? And the problem is with everything in the family is they all eat the same way that they've been eating for years. That's yeah. the problem, you yeah. know? And, and they have to go like, well, my, my mother did that. I mean, everyone knows the story or at least most people know the story of the little girl asking her mother, why do you cut off the end of the ham, you know, at Easter? And she said, well, she said, this is the way your grandma cooked it and it always came out really great. And um, she said, but why do you cut it off though? And she said, you know, like, she said, why does it taste better if you cut it off? And she goes, I don't know. You're going to have to ask your grandmother. I just, you know, she goes, I've never asked her that. And so when her grandmother came there, she goes, oh, I'm so glad that you're here. Why did you cut the end of the ham off? And she goes and laughed, you know, profusely. She said, it's because it didn't fit in the pan. (laughs) So a lot of times our solutions that we have in our box, you know, are you know they're not in our box anymore. They're outside the box, and we have to be willing to say like, okay, so is there another way? You know, is there something else out there that I possibly can do? You know, to improve my life, and if so, am I willing to do it? You know, and it's just like, and why wouldn't you be willing to? You know, because if you do it for yourself, then you're leading by example, and I consider parents leaders and I consider them influencers because they have the opportunity to change a child's life profoundly about how they see things, you know, and about that mindset, you know, it's just like, you know what, this way didn't work guess what? Maybe there's another way. So, you know, ask the question and look at, you know, if I don't know the answer and I can't find the answer, find somebody who knows the answers. Anybody. I mean, look, this is one good use for Facebook. There's not much else for it. It's like, does anybody know anybody who does lifestyle medicine? You know, and if no, also look it up online because there's a lifestyle medicine association almost in every country. Mm-hmm. You know, you can find people, you can look, go on LinkedIn and put lifestyle medicine. You know, you can ask me if I'm not the person for you, I'll tell you where to go to find that information.
1: Awesome. Well, our guest has been Dr. Pat Fulone, and uh, she was the author of, I'm gonna make sure you get, I get this right this time. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you sick, fat and tired? Where can people go to find the book?
0: They can certainly find it on Amazon. It's digital. You know, I would recommend, recommend the paper version just for this. We went back to the story of New Year's Day, you know, and because, you know, this on digital, you can turn your telephone off, you know, and also it's Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi has got some issues with, you know, that, you know, that intensity of that 4G, 5G thing, you know, and you have it in your hand, you know, if you have it in your hand, you can't get out of your face, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so you have to do it. And it takes approximately an hour and a half, let's say max, you know, and if you don't want to read the book, which I'd highly recommend because it organizes your thoughts for you to answer the questions, you know, and then you answer the questions in present time. And then because you bought the book, I give you an opportunity to hang out with me for 30 minutes. And we talk about what your results look like. And we talk about what your next best steps are.
1: Awesome. Great. Well, this has been enjoyable. I hope our audience has, has uh, learned a lot like I have with uh, Dr. Pat Ballone. So she's been our guest today. And we hope everyone joins us next time when we talk another topic related to your genetic health. Thank you, thank you so much, Dr. Pat, for joining us today.
0: We strength, Be stronger than medicine. This show has been <laughs> produced by Market Domination, LLC.